Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Thursday, January 5th, 2023, and the Memphis Grizzlies are right back in action tonight on a back-to-back following their win last night in Charlotte. We had a great night on the board, so we'll go over those bets before getting right into the game tonight in Orlando. So again, I appreciate everyone for listening as always, and let's get right into it. So last night we saw the Grizzlies beat the Hornets by a final score of 131 to 107. That covered the seven and a half point spread that it was when we got it. I think it went up to eight at some point, but either way, covered without any question. In terms of the play of the game, we did go with the spread just because I thought the spread was a bit wonky, and that proved to be true. So seven and a half was our play of the game. That hit for the over just narrowly hit. We needed 137 to cash. The over finished at 138, so lucky there. But with Charlotte's defense, I, I didn't really think it was a question. But towards the end, it was such a blowout that I think Memphis kind of took their foot off the gas and did just enough to get that over. So with that being said, Memphis team total was 121.5. We went over on that. That hit as Memphis finished at 131. Again, Charlotte's defense is just horrible. So I really had no... Um, worries there that that would ever be a question in terms of player props Lamelo went under his point total of 25 and a half I actually had to start following the end of this game on the score app and for some reason it told me he had 26 so on Twitter when I put uh, that we went four and two that was why I thought Lamelo went over but he did go under so Lamelo under 25 and a half cast as well the only one that we did not hit was in my frustration with everything was that the game was completely out of hand. John Moran didn't play the whole fourth quarter, and for some reason, Lamelo was playing garbage time minutes. So he ended up tying John Moran in the points score because the only bet we didn't hit was head-to-head points. Jaw against Lamelo, Jaw minus two and a half. Both players finished with twenty-three points, but Jaw only played twenty-seven minutes. Didn't play the entire fourth quarter just because the game was completely out of hand. But for some reason, Lamelo kept playing, got to twenty-three. And that's the reason the only bet we didn't hit was John Morant minus two and a half in the points. Um, to round things off, as I said, Grizzlies team total 125 and a half hit. And then Terry Rozier over two and a half threes hit as well. He went three from nine from three, finished with 21 points, left it until late as well. But Terry Rozier over two and a half threes, which is actually plus money, which I thought was a great call last night by me. Pat myself on the bat there. It was plus 130. Terry Rozier over two and a half threes, and he took nine on the night. Wasn't really in question that he'd get that. So that was a good hit, and we finished the night five and one. And now we look into tonight in Orlando against the Magic. Again, I'll be at the game, so looking forward to sweating out these bets in person. But second leg of a back-to-back for both teams, actually. Orlando played the Thunder last night, and the line is currently set at minus six and a half in favor of the Grizzlies. Over-under is 229 and a half. So just as I mentioned last night, Magic played as well. They beat the Thunder 126-115, covered the spread and taken their against the spread record 21-16-1, which is actually fifth best in the NBA. And at home, they're slightly above average at 13-8, but do have a bit worse of a record of 2-2 in their last four at home. So Orlando has been, and obviously just because I'm from Orlando, I'm not a Magic fan, but I do just follow you know, how it's going and, and how the team's doing. But Paulo, Bulbul, Wagner, guys like that have made Orlando a respectable team. I don't think they're good, but they are at least competent now. And when you play Orlando, it's not a complete joke. 
the same way that maybe it is when you play Charlotte, uh, for example, as of yesterday. So I think the Magic are a good team in terms of uh, clearly against the spread, but one of those teams that can catch you on an off night, especially when you're coming to Orlando, second leg of a back-to-back, I think that could be a game that, you know, obviously we could see a slip-up. But with that being said, last year we saw these two teams play twice. Memphis swept the season series and won by an average of 24 points, covered in both those games, obviously. So I like Memphis to keep their foot on the gas here. Memphis is 4-0 in their last four, covered in all four as well. So I think Memphis minus 6.5 is the right play here. I think that they get things done, focus on the next game, and continue this new win streak um, and get to go home against the Jazz later on this week. So I like Memphis minus 6.5 for the spread. No reason to overthink it. I think they get get it done in Orlando. Hopefully get to rest some guys again like they did last night in Charlotte, and we move on from there. Looking now at the over-under for tonight, again, it's set at 228. The Magic games are 2018 in favor of the over, while Memphis is 16-20-1, which is 29th in the league so far. They split over-under last year, so I actually like the under here. Seems high. Orlando's not great scoring the ball, but are decent defensively. They have some size matchups that well fare well against the Grizzlies, and two of the last Orlando games have gone under the total. So I'm going to lean under on the total here. 228 does seem high. Again, being at the game, not exciting to have to sit there and watch an under, but I think under is a smart play for the game tonight, especially with the overhitting just last night. Moving into some player props now, I like Dylan Brooks under two and a half threes since his 6 of 15 shooting night. From three against Oklahoma City Thunder about a couple weeks ago. Dylan's gone over two and a half threes on one of his last eight games, so hasn't been shooting the ball that well from three. Granted, no Desmond Bain tonight should mean a bit more three point shots for Dylan. He just hasn't been shooting it well. He seems to be trying to get to the mid range a bit more. He only had four threes last night against Charlotte. Game before that, I think he only had six. So, not shooting a ton of threes at a volume like he was a couple weeks ago, so I expect him to not hit over I think he hit one or two I think it may be a bit of a sweat but over two and a half I don't believe in tonight so I'm gonna go under Dylan Brooks two and a half threes next I have Franz Wagner over 19 and a half points he scored 23 plus points in the last four appearances as a home underdog for the Magic he didn't play last night so he was on well well rest before that he scored 28 against the Wizards in the game that he played prior uh, to last night obviously since he sat so I like Franz Great scorer. I think he's a good player. I think he could be a matchup problem. I'd assume that Dylan would be the one on him primarily, and then Jared Jackson Jr. on Paulo, but never know. So I like Franz over 19.5 points. Magic got to score points somewhere. No bull bull, so I expect Franz to have over 19.5 points. Next one will actually be my play of the game, which is John Morant over 8.5 assists. He only had 8 last night, but granted, he only played 27 minutes, so I assume that if he would have gotten his normal... 32-ish minutes, he should have easily gotten over that 8.5 assist mark. He's only gone over the total in one of his last five games, so I think it's, you know, and I've said this many times on many episodes that every so often games will go crazy for like 17 assists or 12 assists or whatever it may be, and I think tonight could be that night against the Magic who, as I said before, aren't bad defensively but aren't great. I don't think anyone can really stay in front of Cha. And in the whole league, let alone for the Magic. So I think he'll get over that eight and a half point or uh, assist mark for the play of the game. A couple more. We have Steven Adams over 13 and a half rebounds. He has been an absolute beast on the boards, averaging 19 rebounds a game so far in the last four games. So you have to ride the hot hand there until he you know proves otherwise and cools off. So I'm going to go 
Steven Adams over 13 and a half rebounds, and then pair that with Steven Adams double double, which is at minus 115. He's gotten that in three of his last four games. Again, I don't really see a matchup for him physically down low for the Magic, and I expect him to. He's been getting a lot better finishing around the rim. He still doesn't have great hands if a ball's getting fed into him, but just with the offensive rebound aspect, he's going to get some easy looks at the at the rim, and I like him to get a double double at minus one fifteen. And then to end the night, we have Paulo Bancaro over three and a half assists. He's had seven last night without Wagner in the lineup, so you'd assume a better shot maker on the court should make it easier for him to get some easy assists. And he's also averaged 4.1 assists in the month of December. So balls in Paulo's hands a lot in the Magic offense, and I expect him to get at least four assists tonight. I think he can get up to you know five, six. So if you want to buy that up a uh, assist or two, I think there could be good value there for a play. So again, that's all the plays for tonight. I appreciate everyone, as always, for listening. Make sure to follow my Twitter at GrizzBearBets. Make sure to follow my personal Twitter at ChaseBob at 9. And then also make sure to follow the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. I'll see you guys for the next game against the Utah Jazz, which will be on Sunday the 8th back in Memphis. So I'll see you guys then. Have a good one.